Hi there, it's Julie Gulia, and we've got Lenny O with us. Hi there, Jules. Hi, Lynn. What's happening? Big day tomorrow to giving. Yes, yes. Turkey day. Yeah, I have all the rowdy fowdies coming to the house, which is always great chaos and fun. I love it. Oh, goodness. What are you doing right now? There's an apple pie in the oven as we speak. Julia Child, huh? Esque? Yeah, something like that. It's an Ozawi tradition, apple pie at Thanksgiving. Nice. And in honor of Thanksgiving, we have an episode that features a guest who is all about having an attitude of gratitude. We thought this would be perfect for Thanksgiving week. Her name is Amy Liss, and she is a dear friend of ours who I actually met through my Leadership Academy, and you'll hear in the episode how we met. And I can honestly say she is one of the most inspiring inspiring people on this planet. She was born prematurely. She has cerebral palsy. And despite the daily challenges she faces, as you will hear, Amy spreads joy and positivity everywhere she goes and to everyone who she comes across. And this was actually done in the middle of our pod on the pot series, which you may recall, uh, we did some national teamers on the pot thanks to some acoustic issues, which you will also hear about. And Amy lives actually outside of Chicago, which is where we caught up with her when I was in town to call that U.S. Women's National Team Victory Tour game, their final one of the Victory Tour. Amy is a motivational speaker, and she works as the relationship coordinator at Easter Seals in Villa Park, Illinois. And along with being a diehard Cubs fan, and let me tell you, we are talking diehard. Amy has slowly but surely learned about the great sport of soccer, the beautiful game. It's growing on her. She's a staff member of the Julie Fatty Sports Leadership Academy. She's also a sister, aunt, and about the best friend anyone could ever ask for. Without further ado, get comfortable listening. It's Amy Liss. Kick back, relax, and unwind. Let's have a good time. Lottie Fowdy, that's what you are. <laughs> Especially with the mic in my nose. I am. All right, Amy, you get the treat of setting the scene today, Amy. We're at the Ritz Carlton, downtown Chicago, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And why are we in the bathroom, Amy? You've, you have been a witness to all of this morning. Because we had some sound audio issues, but we are we are really good at improvising. Life is about adapting to it, right, Aim? That's what I do every day. <laughs> You're like this is my life. This actually is my life. The favorite, my favorite place in the house, Amy, the toilet. 
You know why? I can lock it. I can lock the door. And I can have peace and quiet. (laughs) Amy, I'm so pumped to have you on this podcast, sister. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we talked about it. We're getting Amy Liss in Chicago because Amy Liss equals Chicago. You don't know how excited I am that you finally came and visited me. Mm-hmm. So this is the last game of the victory tour for the U.S. The plane South Korea. I am calling the game in this voice tomorrow. On the right-hand side, Tobin <laughs> Heath. <laughs> Can you imagine if I did the entire game like that? I think that'd be good. That's kind of how I talk anyways, isn't it? With long, dramatic pauses. Amy, did you watch that game where Julie lost her voice? I did. (laughs) And then I gave her grief for not doing her speech therapy exercises. (laughs) I know, right? Hey. These are my exercises. Oh. (laughs) Hey. That game was one of the most painful games to listen to. How was it to actually oh call my it? God. I had so many comments. They're like, we did not know who that was. And they were like, what are you doing? I, was like, I don't know. I just woke up like I this. give you credit for powering through it. Thank you, Amy Liss. Of course you find the positive, right? Amy, do you want to tell the story about how we met? Yeah, you start it and then I'll fill in. I work at a nonprofit affiliate called... Easter Seals debate in Fox Alley, and Julie has leadership camps all across the country. And at the time, 12 years ago, one of them was in Chicago, near Chicago, and you do a day of service, and so you came to my center with some of the girls to do service. And that's how we met. What's the story from your end, Julie? Okay, so... Amy, as she said, worked at Easter Seals, and which is a fabulous uh, clinic. Would you call it a clinic, Amy? Yeah, it's a therapy facility that enables infants, children, and young adults with disabilities to achieve maximum independence. Okay, so it's a therapy mm-hmm. facility. And Amy, who will talk about this, was born with cerebral palsy, would be the first one... <laughs> to greet us at the door on our service day of the Leadership Academy. So we would take a group of girls to Easter Seals, and Amy would be the one who would tell them what you would do. Tell them what you would do, Amy. I would greet you, and then I would give you a tour of our building and tell you all about us, and thank you for being there. And that was 12 years ago. 12 years ago. And then we gave Amy a Julie Fowley Sports Leadership Academy shirt. And then every year after that, Amy would be in her cute shirt. (laughs) It would be all smiles. And what we quickly realized with Amy, as she would give us these tours, is Amy is so damn funny, sharp as can be, a huge sports fan. And it took me, I'm embarrassed to admit, how many years, Amy, before I came to the light where I saw what we were missing at our camp. It's like, Amy, why don't you come out and watch the gals play the World Cup on the last last day? So it was the next day of camp. They come out and it was hot. It was day. super hot. And they said, come out and, and um, do the camp. Like, c- come say hi. And she's like, oh, maybe I will. Maybe my mom, Kathy, uh, can bring me out. 
And literally, the World Cup's happening the next day at her fields in Chicago. It's super hot. And Kathy is pushing Amy in her wheelchair. And what happened? What did the camp do? Changed my life forever. It's the best decision I ever made to come to that <laughs> World Cup. That's not what I was talking about. That That is awesome. The kids, what did they do? They were just so genuine and welcomed me. They started chanting, Amy, Amy. <laughs> she rolled in and they all went around the wheelchair I remember and then it hit me at the end of the camp as we were closing camp I was like Amy why don't you come work with us at the leadership academy why can't you come be on staff Kathy can bring you she can help mom can help and what did you say Amy? well mom definitely thought you ran heat stroke <laughs> I just thought you were a bit crazy, but I'm up for anything. <laughs> I am a bit crazy, as you know, Abe. And that was the start of us. Then she was on staff coming to our Leadership Academy every summer in Chicago until we no longer sadly do it in Chicago. So now you hit the road. Yep. Where did you drive to this summer, Abe? New Jersey. Yeah. How was that drive? It was good. And you had a basketball Soccer and lacrosse to the camp, so I got to see what those sports are all about. But I know basketball. Soccer, I'm learning. <laughs> Come on, what's your favorite, though, Abe? College basketball and Cubs baseball. Wait, what? <laughs> that wasn't the answer I was hoping for. Go back, Amy. What, what was your favorite sport? Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded very convincing, Amy. <laughs> Soccer. I do like watching the U.S. Women's National Team play. They're fun. You don't have to understand the rules to like the game. I figured that much out by now. <laughs> what else have you figured out about soccer, Amy? It's, it takes a long time to score. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we speed this along, please? Sometimes I DVR it and then I like to hear you, so I watch the games, but I lightning through it until I see the goal score. <laughs> but soccer has surrounded me thanks to JFSLA and you, Julie, has surrounded me with wonderful teammates, so mm. life teammates. So I'm forever, forever grateful for them. You have, a, you have a large fan club, Amy. How do you describe your life story, if you will? I were, I'm a premature identical twin, and my twin Kelly and I were born three months premature, and I weighed one pound, 14 ounces, and was 12 inches long. And Kelly, we call the big one, at two pounds, four ounces, 12 and a quarter inches long. So... Due to a, a lack of oxygen to my brain at birth, I have a condition called cerebral palsy, which means there's all different types of CP, but the type I have is best at quadriplegic, which means that all my muscles are very tight. You can hear the tightness in my voice, but that's because I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> but I'm lucky that... My mind works, and then I'm healthy, 
Well, my mind works pretty well most of the time. <laughs> um, and then I have average intelligence, I would say. <laughs> average. I go above average, 100%. I'm going to go way above average. Agreed. <laughs> way above. And one of the things you've said is that you feel fortunate that you are able to talk. Because a lot of people with um, cerebral palsy or disability as severe as me can't talk or um, only make sounds for a voice. So I am lucky that I have a voice that I use for service. And I like to think that I maybe everybody has their own story, but I like to speak on behalf of the um, individuals that I know that don't have a voice. Can you describe also, Amy, for someone who obviously with the podcast you can't uh, see you or understand what your life is like, explain what you can do independence-wise, what you can't do. I can think, listen, and laugh independently mm-hmm. and um, smile and be a friend, everything else. Physically, I need help with. I can't um, feed myself, dress myself, and I need help with all of my da- daily living skills. Um, I can't sit, stand, walk, crawl, or feed myself. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of the easy things that you would, people would take for granted. Do you ever wish, like, oh, I wish I could do that? Uh, no, this is the life that um, God has given me, and I'm very thankful for that. As I've gotten older, it's been a little harder to adjust. I wish things could be easier. Um, I'm 36, and my muscles are very spastic, so aging with spasticity isn't easy, but I wouldn't have it any other way, and I wouldn't have met the people I have. If I wasn't the person I am. Mm. When did you realize you had this special gift, Amy? Twelve, twelve years ago after I met you. <laughs> and you gave me the opportunity and taught me to believe in the power of self. Mm. And tell us about what your message is when you talk to people. I talk a lot about um, service and positivity and how I can make a difference just as I am. And my motto in life is live each day with an attitude of gratitude. And it's something that I truly live by. It's a motto that's uh, made into a big decal and it's on the ceiling of my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I like to look at it and appreciate my blessings every day. So every morning or every time you're in your bed and you see that on the ceiling, what do you think about when you see that? My family and my ever-growing life teammates. um, I have uh, my family team that I don't know where I'd be with out my faith team, my service team, my JFSLA team, and then my professional or former professional athlete team, which 
I is a team that I would never thought I would be a part of. I was wondering if you could walk us through what a typical day is like for you. I set an alarm through my Amazon Alexa all independently, and um, it goes off in the morning, and I say my prayers, and then I get up, take a shower, um, get dressed. Remember, everybody has to do that for me, so my dad has a routine. He does the physical part, and then mom takes care of the hair and the things to make me look good. (laughs) And then I'm off to work. Either they take me to work or I take the pace bus, and I go to Easter Seals, and I try and... um, build relationships with the clients there and mentor families about what it's like to have a disability and just try and make families smile and make our staff and families feel valued and appreciated. And then I come home and I play my, um, listen to my Alexa messages that friends leave me. And <laughs> Wait, Tama, I'm going to interrupt real quick. On average, how many do you get a day? Um, sometimes 19. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 19 different people will leave you a message on your Amazon Alexa? On average, a day. Yeah. <laughs> I can access those all by myself by just saying, Alexa, play message, and she'll play the message. And then I play Jeopardy every day on it, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire?, I didn't know that. Question of the day. So all my trivia games, and I check the sports scores, and I can listen to the Cubs game through Alexa and listen to my music. And um, Julie's voice is on Alexa because she narrated Shoes to Matter for me. Thank you very much. (laughs) You're welcome. Mm -hmm. And we found out today you can access this podcast. Is that true? Yeah. Which is good because I can go back and hear the important parts because everybody that's been on here has a little nugget of wisdom that can influence me in some way. It seems like having your Amazon Alexa has given you independence that you didn't have it's before. It's given me incredible independence and it wasn't made for individuals with disabilities. It's it's just been unbelievable for me. Yeah. And you said you can even be like downstairs, right? In a yeah, room? I use it at intercom. So if I'm in one room and I need my parents to um, do something for me, I can say drop in in another room and she can um, do that for me. And so many other things. I could be a walking advertisement for uh, Amazon. <laughs> Can I just tell you, Len, because I know you're just getting in with the, the JFSLA family. That's the Julie Fowdy Sports Leadership Academy when we say that. But when I brought Amy to those first camps in Chicago, well, not just the first camps, every camp, you know, she, you, you said, you know, that your mom thought I had heat stroke when I asked you to come work with us. You were like, I can't play. I think you said to me, what do you want me to do? I was like, I want you to be you. I want you to talk to the girls. I want you to share your story. And the girls, the first day, were as at every camp, there's this, you know, hi, 
my name's Amy and Amy's so chatty and cute with them. You know, she's always the first one that greets them when they come in and they are inquisitive. You can tell and super curious, but they don't know quite how to interact with you yet. And the beauty of, of you at these camps is by the end of the week, as Lynn, you've now seen, right? They're hugging you. They're, you know, holding your hand. They're chatting away with you. And without fail, we have Amy talk to the girls uh, and give a talk one of the first nights. Without fail, the number one thing on their evaluations at the end of the week. And we do a lot of pretty rad things, right? Yes. It, the, the number one thing is, oh, my gosh, Amy List. I, I feel like um, we you picked me and we kind of found each other and I hope I can help you as much as you help as much as you help me you do because you know what I don't tell you this enough because when I'm going through something super silly and but it's frustrating say it's you know a delayed flight and I can't get home or um, something you know happens and I'm feeling like ah I just go what what am I doing? It's a delayed flight, right? I And here I see you who a lot of people in a similar situation with that lack of independence would have a very different mindset. And it's what has always amazed me about you, Amy, is how you are amazingly positive in so many aspects of your life. And I think of that. I think I have no room to be sulking about a late flight or whatever it is. And I and it's almost this what would Amy do, right? Yeah. yeah I feel that way too. Right? Everybody's got something. It's like you've brought such perspective to these young girls' lives and I think I speak for all of us who have been able to become friends with you that you just add this element of perspective that in balance and a gratitude that I didn't have before I met you. Well, and Amy, also, you are an incredible friend. Do you take pride in being a good friend? I think it's one of the things I try and be best at, and I think it can be. It's one of my biggest strengths. And one of my biggest downfalls maybe is that I um, I feel everything with my heart. And so I can't do much physically, but I try and give, give, give. And sometimes I love too much and it's hard for me to see people hurting because I take that all personally. Mm-hmm. But I know that every little thing I do when they're going through a rough time helps make them smile how exhausting is that amy because you give a lot i'm always amazed at the amount of giving you and your mom kathy and your dad tom i mean three of the greatest humans around give but it has to get tiring it's the way i've been raised and when i when i um i'm a big um Prior to, but when I'm um, sitting with Alexa and unwinding, that's when I just, I am in my room by myself and I 
un- unwind and kind of let it all go. Do you listen to music? Uh-huh. Yeah, I listen to um, a little bit of country, a lot of Christian, and a lot of upbeat party music. Party music? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Give me an um, example. I like the single ladies by Beyonce. <laughs> oh, all the single ladies. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> if you like it, then you better put a ring on it. <laughs> what else? What other song? Um, lean on me. I feel like I live by that literally and figuratively. So that's my favorite song. Uh, Lean on me when, when you're not strong. strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. For I love to sing. God, if I only had a voice. <laughs> you have a voice and you use it loudly which <laughs> to influence others, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my kids that, Amy. <laughs> One of the other things that always amazes me about you, Amy, is how busy you are i asked you about a typical day what about a typical week (laughs) (laughs) um do we have enough time on this podcast i make mom and dad tired and keep them young no um (laughs) well typically i'm at easter seal monday through thursday i'm the relationship coordinator there part-time for almost 12 years and then almost 13 years and then i and I work in the fundraising department, so we have a lot of events, and I try and support those however I can. And then for the last 19 years, I've been volunteering at the elementary school I attended in um, 13 different classes, helping kids with reading and writing and making them feel comfortable around me and my wheelchair. So Fridays are my Favorite day of the week. Oh, did you say 13 classes? Mm-hmm. Oh a half an hour in each class. I wow, got a, I didn't realize that. A different schedule each year and um, all different grades level, grade levels. But I, I love it there because um, they help me set up my easel to put the book on, and then they flip the pages for me. Mm-hmm. And so we're teaching each other. Amy, you clearly have one of the most positive mindsets of anyone who's ever lived. I know you and I have talked about this because I've had, I had a tough year this past year and you shared with me that sometimes you have tough moments. And I was wondering what you do when you might have a tough moment. Like for instance, I know the winters are tough for you because you can't get outside and then you live in a suburb of Chicago Mm -hmm. that gets wearing. What do you do when that happens? Um, I try and think of sunshine or hopefully plan a vacation somewhere sunny. (laughs) Um, but I, um, pray a lot and I don't have to look very far to find someone that's a lot worse off than me. So, and spending time with my sisters and my nieces and nephew Mm -hmm. is probably my greatest, is probably my greatest joy. How old are they now, eh? Um, Owen is five, 
Steve is three, and Nora just turned six months. And do you give them rides on your wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> now Owen, I don't know. I I give him rides, but he knows how to take my straps off and undo my seatbelt to get me out of the chair. So when he's over, he always wants to do it when I go home. So pretty soon he'll be learning how to lift me. We'll give him a few years, though. He's five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure Dad will, will welcome that, right? Yeah. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. Lynn, um, I don't know if you've ever um, pushed Amy with her wheelchair, but I I feel like, Amy, and I, I mean, I don't want to brag about my wheelchair pushing ability, but I feel like I'm probably your best wheelchair pusher. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say? You're learning how to drive my power chair, and then you can push me really fast. Sometimes you run yourself over. <laughs> Is almost, that true? I almost tipped her. <laughs> Do you remember that? Thank God you had your seatbelt on. We hit like a crack. I, I was. I like to take her high speed. We go on high speed. Um, I think it was uneven grass. Uneven grass. We hit. I think we were on the cement, and I hit a. I hit like a crack. It was uneven, so the chair, the front stopped, but I kept going, and so I, I literally like almost dumped you, and I apologize for that. You're not the only one that's almost done that. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> uh, I'm learning. Yeah. My challenges are many, but I'm. Smile through them and know that if I keep um, networking and building my team, everything will be okay. Yeah, your team is a large one. I mean, just tonight, everyone was like, let's get together with Amy. Yes, we're going to have a big party tonight, aren't we, Abe? Yes. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I'm amazed that I'm part of Team Fowdy and I worry about what will happen to team this in the future less in the future but I know I got a lot of people that have my back mm. and I will never be an athlete but this is um the closest I can get and it's great to think of my team in such a special positive way each um, one of them has a special place in my heart pocket. <laughs> hey, I know who also has a special place in your heart pocket? The Chicago Cubs. Yes, just a little bit. Um, no, I am thankful for all opportunities, and one of which was getting selected as one of 20 fans to give a World Series ring to a player. Oh, did they win the World Series? I didn't know that. In 2016, when I told <laughs> you they won. No, Chicago's never won. <laughs> yeah, we finally broke the we finally broke the curse. <laughs> I know. The, I was like, it's never going to happen, Aim. You're like, yes, it will. That was the longest week of my life, the World Series, <laughs> but the um, greatest, most tiring week of my life. But it was all worth worth it. And then in April, I got the. Give the ring to Chris Bryant, who's oh. the cutest cub of all, <laughs> in April of 2017. David Ross will not be happy with that comment, by the way, since you know Rossi now. How's he going to take that? Sorry, Rossi. 
but she's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Chris is cute. Rossi is handsome. <laughs> Good recovery, Amy. <laughs> Excellent. And recovery. then he got to narrate my story. Rossi got to narrate my story for ESPN as a Sports Center featured that is segment. A, if 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 you haven't seen that, to our listeners, it's called the Ring Bearer, right? Yep, the Ring Bears. Mm-hmm. And I think it was an SC featured. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Go check it out. The Ring Bears, mm-hmm. SC featured. It's so good. I forgot that Rossi narrated that. Yep. Yeah. I was I was right about that. I'm very thrilled. And then a few years after that, I got to meet him. So that was pretty amazing. You got to have a romantic dinner with him. What are you talking about? <laughs> he ate my French fries. <laughs> he ate my French fries. <laughs> he ate your French fries? It's very rossy. Mm-hmm. Julie, can you tell that story, and Amy then can add what it was like. So I now cover Little League World Series, and Amy is a big Little League World Series fan and, of course, a big baseball fan. So she had been watching it for years. So it was on her. It was on me and my dad's bucket list for, the, for 20 years, and we finally made it happen. Yeah, and so when I found out it was on her bucket list, I was like, let's go, Tom. Let's make this happen. Check that box, buddy. <laughs> So, because Tom's the chauffeur, so Amy, her dad Tom, mom Kathy, they all crawled into the swagger wagon, the minivan, and uh, and and scooted down to or across to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And so, um, one of the first nights you were there, right? Or maybe yeah, yeah. The first night I was there, I ran into Rossi, and then. Um, well, did I know we were having dinner with him and the whole ESPN crew? Yeah, so... Because Julie is just full of surprises. So I, I pulled uh, David Ross and Carl Ravitch and Kyle Peterson, who are our three guys there, and uh, I said, come on, we're having, a, we're having dinner uh, uh, with my special friend Amy. And the, the best part, again, Amy, this is what always amazes me, right, is when you meet Amy once... Right. Everyone wants to be a friend with Amy for life. So they have continued, which is so cute, to keep in touch. You went and saw Carl, I heard, as well. Yeah, we drove to Nashville to the SEC basketball tournament and <laughs> saw 13 games in five days. <laughs> We've mentioned your parents, Tom and Kathy. Mm-hmm. How, how would you describe them? They're, they're your roadies? They're your your pit crew. Your every- yeah, they're my captains of my captain of my team, and I don't know where I'd be without them. They always make things happen for me in ways that they did the rest of my family, and I never thought I'd be at the point that I am, but they just. Say yes to every opportunity that I've I've been given. And then because of them, I've gotten more and more and more and more. And I hope they know how grateful I am. Mm. They do. Julie, how grateful are you for Amy? You're a gift, my friend. I do feel like my life changed the day you walked in. And that's why I want you to meet as many people as you can. It's why I'm always saying share your story. 
you have so much power in your story, Aim. You don't understand the power of your story because when people see you, they're lifted up. It's this incredible gift. There's a lot of mutual admiration there, so thank you. Mm. And the team just keeps expanding, and I'm, I never know what's going to come next. Mm-hmm. But I'm always open to new journeys. Like a podcast in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like a podcast in a bathroom. Pot on the pot. <laughs> Amy, is there anything you'd yeah. want to say to Julie? My love for you overflows, and I just wish that other people could experience the amount of love I've received from so many. I feel like I'm, I've am i been the recipient through you of so much, and I just want to be able to give it back tenfold. Mm, you do. I guess all I wanted to say was thank you for being my best friend and um, adding me to your team. Because I know you've got a big one. Oh, I love you, sister. Always will. And guess what, Aim? You're stuck with me. <laughs> Good luck with that, Amy. You're stuck. I'm not going anywhere. Hey, when you said, like, you go to warm climates... Why, why aren't you coming to California more often? I mean, it's not that far. Get Tom on the road again. Get on that, Mom. Get on it, Kath. You came once, twice. Let's make it a third mm-hmm. time. Let's go. Perfect weather. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy, as you know, we usually play a game. Mm-hmm. I w- instead of a game, I would like to show off that incredible memory of yours. Oh, gosh. Maybe we should have a game of who can remember that birthday. <laughs> let's not because i will not play I, you know what julie i think that's a fantastic idea <laughs> so we're gonna play a little game uh-huh. where i'm gonna throw out a name and we'll <laughs> see who can say what day that person was born on what that person's birthday is okay the fastest okay first name yes izzy sawyers january 1st, First, 2007 my kids, I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> and so did Amy. Ian Sawyers. May, May 2nd. 19. <laughs> Lynn Oldowie. April 15th. Tax day. April 15th Correct. what? Tax day. Oh, tax day. <laughs> I did not know that. Thank you. I will always remember that. I should know that. She's my co-host. Julie Foudy. January 23rd. 19? Uh-uh. <laughs> I do know how old you really are, but I won't say that here. 28. <laughs> plus or minus two decades. Besides dates, what other things are you really good at remembering? When we're supposed to be somewhere. <laughs> uh, uh, my parents always say I am their memory. <laughs> 
No, literally, like I'll get a, a text message from Kathy. Hey, Amy, wanted me to remind you that this birthday is happening today. Or actually, now that we have the whole chain of people, mm-hmm. it's always, hey, yeah. Amy wanted, you always start the chain with, Amy wanted to wish mm-hmm. such and such happy birthday. I was like, oh, thank you. My family doesn't need a calendar because they have me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what Julie was referencing is that for the JFSLA coaches, we have this text chain. And it seems like every couple of weeks we get a we get a text from Amy Liss mm-hmm. wishing someone a happy birthday. Yes. And all someone has to do is tell you their birthday once and you remember it. Yep. <laughs> do you do you have like a secret pad you go to with birthdays or is this all just in your memory? It's just all in my head. <laughs> That's a lot to keep it's in mind. It's head. a good way to make people feel special. Mm, it sure is. I'm failing in that department then because I don't remember any birthdays, Amy. Amy, you amaze me. I should oh. just keep track of your calendar, but I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Please, I need your help. <laughs> okay, Amy, are you ready for most pressing? Yes. If you could invite any three people to dinner, who would they be? You, Robin Roberts, and David Ross. Oh, Ross, he makes the list, dude! And when did you meet Robin? In May of 2013. She's um, one of my biggest mentors in life. She is so optimistic and positive and overcomes so much. She's a gem. Um, You know, you didn't have to put me on that list, right? Just because I'm sitting here. You're always part of the party. (laughs) Favorite Bible verse? Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That's on my parents' counter, by the way. It's my confirmation verse and the verse that I live by. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Aim, you know the last segment. High-low cheer, baby. So as we do around the dinner table, I think you've been part of a high-low cheer with the... With yes, the, with the Sawyers specifically. Yeah, with Izzy and Deck. Mm-hmm. Okay, high-low cheer of your life. My high is every opportunity I've been given and um, getting to spread my message and becoming an aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, my low is... Uh, the pain I experienced for about five years and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then we finally got a surgeon to fix it, but that was a rough time and I was mad at myself because it's one of the few times I got angry, but pain can make you a whole different person. Mm. And I am cheering every day for... Um, the people that haven't been given these opportunities or um, have more struggles and I cheer all the clients at Easter Seals on because goals are accomplished there every day and it's the little things in life you should always appreciate. Amen to that. Hey, thank you for coming all the way out here for being you for spreading your message as you 
you say. I say spreading joy because you spray that around. Thank you for believing in me. We love you, Aim. Love you too. Here's what I knew then with Amy Liss. One, we were not going to Chicago without seeing Amy, Amy Liss. We knew that. Correct. And two, she is the perfect podcast for this week because mm-hmm. I, one, am so grateful, as we talked about, for her in our life. But even more importantly, I'm so grateful that others are going to hear her story mm-hmm. and be impacted by her story and her attitude and all that she she brings to this world because you cannot help but be impacted by her. I promise you. Um, and so I just feel really lucky lucky to have her in our lives because she really is this gift that we are forever grateful for. Without question, I count it as a true blessing that I get to call Emulus a friend. Mm. Love you, Aim. Love you, Amy. All right. Instead of questions permitted this week... In honor of Thanksgiving, we are doing gratitude permitted. So we asked our listeners and some good friends of ours what they're grateful for, and here's what they had to say. Uh, we will start first with at Nelson LL, one of our Dope Village listeners, and at Nelson LL said, Oh gosh, so much. Family, friends, and health. I'm also grateful that I get to raise a daughter in this era where glass ceilings are shattering, social norms are shifting, and she can look to incredible female leaders to help blaze her path forward. Yes, indeed. At Nelson LL. I have one from Tamika Catchings. She said that, I'm thankful for amazing family and friends and a relationship with Jesus Christ. God has blessed my family and I so much, and I'm just so thankful. Mm, Love that. Thanks, Tamika. And this one is from a dear friend of ours, Sarah Walter, who's part of our Julie Foudy Sports Leadership Academy. We call it JFSLA Family. And Sarah had to say, I'm thankful for my JFSLA family. Thank you, Sarah. And the truly special relationships I have made with beyond incredible women. Amy is at the top of the women I am grateful to not only have met, but can honestly call one of my best friends. Oh, that's a good one. This next one comes from Carrie Walsh Jennings, volleyball Olympic goddess. (laughs) Goddess is right. She says, I am supremely thankful for the humans in my life who make my world go round. All things feel possible because of their love, support, and badassery. Oh, I love that from Carrie. And this one from the great Robin Roberts. I'm thankful for all the wonderful people who crossed my path this year, who took the time to share their stories with me and their journeys. I'm also thankful that I had the honor years ago to be in the presence of the Amy Liss. It's a memory I cherish. That is awesome. All right, Jules, what are you thankful for? I wake up literally every day, Lynn, thankful and grateful for my adorable kids, their adorbs, and my family 
and being in a job I love. I'm learning from interesting people all the time. I'm also grateful for the life I've been blessed to lead with friends that make me laugh out loud and for feeling the sunshine and so much that I do. I am really, really blessed. Lynn, what about you? I am thankful for the people in my life. I have some incredible family and friends who have just been there for me. And some of them are listening right now and you know who you are. And I want to say thank you. And I want to give a special shout out to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. And right now, wherever you're listening, whether you're in the car You might be working out, making dinner, whether it's a good day. You might be having a tough day. Please know that we appreciate you. We love doing this podcast because it's all in the hopes that we can bring a little bit of joy to your day. And on that note, thank you to our dopest village. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment on our Apple podcast page. That helps us a ton. And you can also subscribe on Spotify. The more people we bring to the party, party people, the longer we can keep this party going. Lynn and I love hearing from you. So hit us up on social media as well with the hashtag laughter permitted. And you know that snazzy theme song you keep singing all day? Well, it's by our amazing friend. She's a singer-songwriter, Kate Diaz, a Julie Fowdy Sports Leadership Academy alum. Thank you, Kate. We are grateful for you as well, my friend. And as always, remember, kids, sing it with us. Laughter Laughter permitted. permitted. If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. (laughs) 